This is really good Star Trek. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Gertie's Prime. We are reviewing Star Trek Picard, episode four, No One Scenario, and let's get everybody's first impressions. Let's start with Alan. Once again, I loved it. I will not even beat around the bush. It was so good, and it was even better than anything has come before it already. And I even feel like this was a nice little chapter break or something. Yeah, it felt like a, a little wrap up for, for like the first act of a movie or something. So I, w I was very happy with the character work in it and, and the action. And yeah, I just love this episode. Uh, well, I hated it. What? No, I'm just kidding. I totally loved it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. I mean, there's... there's there's nothing else to talk about. It's just so good. This was what we wanted in the first season and the second season. We're finally getting it now. Um, I really feel like this was one of the best episodes of New Trek that I've seen in a long time, including, um, what is it, Strange New Worlds, including Strange New Worlds. I was really super into it. It just felt right. Um, it felt a little bit more like Star Trek. It felt like, like a Star Trek movie, but at least it felt like Star Trek. Yeah, I thought it was um, it was really good. I didn't think it was as good as episode three, um, but kind of keeping just the, keeping the momentum of, uh, of of the third episode into the fourth episode. I really enjoyed it, um, and I, I kind of liked like kind of what you said from the mirror, like the Star Trekness of it. It felt like just a well written episode. Um, which I think we haven't really gotten in Picard, so I'm, I'm starting to get really excited, right? And we could talk about, you know, the, the actual details of the episode, but um, yeah, I don't even remember what the original question was. I'm just really excited to talk about this. I'm, 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 I'm falling on my chair because you're so enthusiastic. It's been like, it's been two years of you like just complaining and, and whining about every... <laughs> I know, I never know when he's serious or not because he's like, I hated it. And I'm like, he might mean it. <laughs> Even though I thought this was really good, he might hate it. So, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, I never know how to take your sarcasm. I was sad when it ended. I was like, oh, this is so good. I was like, I just kept telling Maggie the whole time I was watching, like, this is really good Star Trek. <laughs> like, I was like, and she was I don't like, know. I don't believe you. <laughs> Why are you lying Not that she to cares. Me? She's just like scrolling, you know. <laughs> but I was like super into it. I was like, it felt like I was back in the 90s. Yeah, I, it's 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 finally the next generation again, and I find that the Jonathan Frakes did a lot of heavy lifting in terms of the acting, and was kind of like almost like the star of this episode. And then on top of which, he was directing, so he did he did a really a really good job in this episode. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I I think without Jonathan Frakes, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good, right? Jonathan Frakes yeah. really is the center of of this show even though it's called picard he's the best part of it yeah he's definitely ready to take up the picard mantle like there's a torch passing here that could totally happen and and you know i'd be fine with it i was i was kind of disappointed that he was just you know like picard's son right there wasn't anything else although i think there is something else we just don't know what it is yeah yeah 
There is something else, but I don't think it's like he's not a clone or he's he's not that kind of kind of thing. A robot, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like you know, like Picard's son from another dimension or something like that, right? It's just straight up he's Picard's son, but there's something else going on. And actually, I think I have a theory about that. But me too. So <laughs> okay, I want to hear your theories. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so my theory is that there's some. It's the Borg. There was something genetically passed down to uh, Jack Crusher, and now the Borg Queen is calling him. Okay. I don't believe your theory. Let's talk about your house. I think he's a changeling uh, bioweapon. And I think it's going to be retribution for the Section 31 disease that they gave Odo to affect the Great Link with that basically cost them the war in D Space Nine. So I think he's kind of the the uh, the revenge. And he's going to be some sort of biological weapon. That's why they need him. They keep calling him an asset. And I, I think I think Vatic is a changeling. People think she just has a hand that's part changeling, but I think she's actually a changeling. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about Vatic as a changeling. Would you, Namir, do you think she's a changeling? I think she has to be a changeling. She cut off her own hand. How can you only have? Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Like the hand is a changeling. I think it's just the yeah. Lane. It was just changeling technology. Like she was using her yeah her goop to contact using whatever device that was yeah i i agree with that i think that's what it is it'd be interesting if it, if that little part of her was a changeling but then that's that's some guy right it, that's just a changeling attached to her hand the whole time oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i I, I, thought, I, I thought it was so weird and and i was going like okay so she's a changeling but there's a changeling inside of her as well so it's, it's almost like uh multiple personality changeling or something. Yeah, I thought the whole like contractions, amniotic fluid things were a little cheesy, but I liked that they kind I of love that. <laughs> encounter at Farpoint basically in the middle of this episode. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. There was yeah. all these like jellyfish babies everywhere. I was like, okay, I'm well, going like- to I was like, is are, is this the origin of the Encounter of Firepoint Space Jellyfish? Because I'm like, they, nobody says it, but I'm like watching this and I'm like, this is like an Encounter of Firepoint Jellyfish. I'm like, I, I don't understand what? why no one's saying it. <laughs> well, but he, and the funny thing is he alluded to it early in the episode. I know, yeah, they even say, they mentioned Firepoint Mission. But wouldn't the, wouldn't the ship kind of like, like destroy a bunch of them running through them? <laughs> yeah, they just slip off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I I like because it finally felt like like we're in Star Trek. We're seeing something you know amazing in space, and I, I liked how that led into into Riker's you know revelation that there's so much beauty to be had, and, you know, in the universe. And he had the you know the the reconnection with Troy, and I just felt like the human character work and having like a Star Trek type alien anomaly space thing happening. It was like, Mwah. The, the, and, and then they had a, a really cool uh, technology angle as well with the with opening them themselves. Mm. And it was so cool because there was something always kind of, it's almost like they just solved a mystery finally. 
because the nacelles, the way they look like the next generation, they go like, why do they look like that? And then they, they open them up and they, and like, cause they look like uh, almost like a vent. Yeah, like an intake. Like a, well, that's the Ram Scoop, isn't it? Isn't that the Ram Scoop, the Bizarre Collectors? Well, in, in the next generation nacelles where they had the, the red tip and then they had the blue lights on the side. <laughs> so the, the those the, LEDs were all blue, something. <laughs> the blue ones on the side that, but the, that they opened it up and it was just like, it was again, it's like a whole, you, you're, you're opening, you're going back to the, to not the original Star Trek, but something in the past and you're like um, giving it a layer, you know? Well, in Insurrection, they went to a strange new world. That's what you oh, guys are yeah, always yeah. talking about. It's like, oh, they don't visit any new planets. No, no, no. But now you want to see the same old me. aliens they already know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have it both ways. I, I don't know what you want. I, I want Strange New Worlds to be about thinking worlds, and I want the Next Generation sequels to be about Next Generation. Well, I'm just saying overall Star Trek is supposed to be about exploring Strange New Worlds in general. Not specifically. I guess... I, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, if there's, a, is if there's a TV show, there's lots of room to try new things in the, within the scope of the TV, especially the old TV shows, where you had like 26 episodes a season. But then when you get a little like, you only get like a movie every two years, then I don't want to explore new things. I want you to like do first contact where you take an old thing and now finally you get to, get to see it in a on the you know feature film scale, you know. I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. Like I, I, think, I think I understand what you're trying to say. He wants retreads in his movies. He wants original material in the TV series. What, the, only thing, the only point I'm trying to make was that the thing that I liked in, in this episode was that they were bringing back old things but giving them new twists. It wasn't just a rehash of something. And so they were, they were doing some cool technical mumbo-jumbo stuff where crossing the wires and inverting the phase and all that sort of stuff but they were doing a thing that we hadn't seen before I like I could see a show with Shaw and Seven and having this sort of animosity but still kind of doing their jobs and getting through the day-to-day -day operations of the ship and all their adventures together I'd only watch that show if it was it was Captain Seven and somehow he, Captain Shaw got demoted and he was the first officer. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I think it should be Captain uh, Captain Riker, first officer seven, and then engineer Shaw. Right? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. And then Picard's like the elder statement that they keep on ice and they pull out whenever they need him. <laughs> They just put them, they just have them in, a, in a little torpedo tube and they just put them in storage. They bring them out on the Captain Picard day. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and put, it, and put them into that little uh, Captain Pike uh, wheelchair. And you just go beep, beep. He wants to say yes. And, and right. Beep when he wants to... Except he's totally fine. He just chooses to use the button. <laughs> he's like, can I die now? Not yet, old man. We still need you. Do you want to start with the, your rating, Amir? Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8. 
which is the highest rating I've ever given any episode of New Trek Picard ever. Not even season two, episode two had an eight. I think that was a seven. This is an eight. An eight in my books. Felt like, like finally the next generation back again with a good solid story. Very exciting, great ending. I really, I really liked it. Really liked it. I'm reminded of that moment in um, uh, The Grinch That Stole Christmas when his little heart breaks. Yeah. Or, or, or expands again. Totally. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Yeah, my heart grew three sizes bigger. You might want to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's probably cholesterol. I think it's... <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of salt in my diet. Well, my heart only grew a little bit because I already loved last week so much. But it did grow, so I'm going to bump this one up to a 9 out of 10. And I'm still not at the 10 yet, but I really, really had a good time. I still need to see that it all that it all leads to something, you know, satisfying. But yeah, nine out of ten for this. I had nice, nice, clear art for these episodes. I like again, Jonathan Frakes is okay. You're paying your bill, right? <laughs> my, my rating. Now you got to cut it up because I was distracted. Oh great! You're just making my job so hard now. <laughs> and go. I will give this episode a 7 out of 10. I didn't like it as much as last week, but um, I liked it a little bit less, but I still enjoyed it a lot. So it gets one one notch down. Your heart shrunk a little. Yeah, it shrunk, it shrunk a little, but this is expanded so much last week. Okay, there was nowhere to go. But, but. That's true. The first two episodes, your heart was like the size of a dime. Like a little raisin in the middle of your chest. And then episode three went thump. <laughs> I was so happy in episode three. <laughs> I was just, I didn't, I didn't realize how happy I could be again and, and I could ever feel that way again about, about Star Trek. I wonder if Shaw will take command again now because Riker, he just wanted to give Riker command to get him out of that situation and he was injured, but now he's got he's got like a little cane, he's feeling better. I wonder if he's going to take the chair back next week. You know, that was the one thing that I thought was odd. Like, I, I, I feel like with the technology that they had during that century, they should have just been able to repair it without any sort of occupational therapy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right? Like, couldn't they have just... Yeah. A, just wave, wave something. Beverly just waved something yeah, over the light over his leg, and it would have been fine. Yeah. It, it reminds me of that um, that scene in, in uh, *Lethal Weapon* three where um, Joe Pesci gets injured. See, he gets a, a flesh wound from a, a from a, a gunshot, and then but they don't they don't want to they want to keep him in the hospital because they don't they want him out of the way of the investigation. They don't want him in, in their hair, so they 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 make up a. A reason why he has to stay in the hospital, and that's kind of like what they did. Like Riker called down to the crush and said, "Like, can you just do something to keep him down there? Because I'm really enjoying this captain's chair." <laughs> Riker's like, "Just, just take the leg off. Just, just remove the whole thing. We'll put it back later." 